Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we have a show. I promised last week we'd have a show. We have a show. Uh, we got the Kenji Sudo interview back that we've been waiting for for the past couple of shows. Uh, one where I kept saying, oh, we'll have a show on this next week. Definitely. We have it this week, so we'll be going over his re uh, his replies to some of the questions I had for him. We'll also be covering, uh, briefly, patch 4.18, which just released today. Some of the things they're doing differently in that, as well as the Starlight Celebration and everyone's favorite, Christmas Bear. But we need hosts to do that, and I am one of them. Michael, Mr. Happy, Pope Romo, of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You, my boy, Blue. How you doing, Sly? Merry Krumah. Merry Krumah. How you doing? It's not Chris. It's not Krumah yet. No, it, like the... The 12 days of Christmas start tomorrow. Uh, don't you mean the 12 days of Krima? The, yeah, 12, the 12 days of Krima. 12 days of Krima. 12 days of Krima. There you go. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Had a had a fun-filled weekend. Yeah, Monster Hunter Beta. As we all did, yeah. Yeah, buddy. I was sick the day it came out, and I really only played like three hours, but uh, it feels mm -hmm. real good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You even did Got the optional those... hunts, right? Yeah, we uh we started doing them on Saturday, and then we completed them yesterday, all except one, which is really hard to find. But uh, a win's a win. A win is it. a win. The Diablo win. The uh, Wrath was Wrath one of them. Wrath, uh, Diablos, and Jira something. Hmm. Uh, is that the yeah. fish one? Yeah, the one that okay. looks like a giant Lapras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I encountered that one once. I think that one is almost. I think I almost mandatory ran into that one the first time I did the solo hunt for the second one because it was like to tutorialize the enemies fighting mm -hmm. each other. I think. Nice. Yeah, he just nice. hangs out in the mud. Yeah. I got to do a little bit of ultimate this weekend. Ooh, how'd that go? Fourth trio, not super clean for me because I'd never seen. I'd never actually been in trios two, three, and four. Trio two is stupid easy. Uh, trio mm -hmm. three, I think I screwed up once, and then trio four, we only got to once. So. Um, gotcha. I gotta say, Monk sucks for that part of the fight. <laughs> if, if anyone else says, dude, Monk's awful for that part, I'm gonna agree. Everything else, it's fine, but that part sucks, man. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not good. Is it just Monk? Is it just Monk no, or it's, any it's, melee? I mean, it's anyone who needs to build up stacks and can't do it instantly. Like, at least for Blood of the Dragon, you just use Blood of the Dragon, and then... And I can push a button if it if it and you can push a button if it comes back. I go through Riddle of Earth, I go through Perfect Bounds, and there's fucking five trios plus Grand Octet, and I'm just like, dude, I, I can't. please, stop. I want to, I want to punch stuff in the face, <laughs> and it won't, it won't let me. It just won't let me. Uh, but yeah, other than that, other than that, and being sick, it's just a Xenoblade Chronicles weekend for me. But uh, luckily, mm -hmm. we have a show this week, so we don't need to talk about that all too much. Yeah, I did promise we would have a show last week, and you laughed about it. I did because, like, for weeks we're gonna get this interview really soon. Okay. Listen, the PR team is doing a, doing a lot of work around this season. I love them for the amount of work that they've done for me in the past. Yes, regarding we do. Interviews. 
I just wasn't sure when it was coming, so I kept saying, oh, no, definitely. You know that thing where you convince yourself it'll definitely be when you think it'll be? Yeah, mm -hmm. I did that. It was a mistake. Love you, Adam. <laughs> Love you, community <laughs> team. Thank you. Um, so we're going to go through the interview with Kenji Sudo first, uh, basically just asking yes. him about the development process and his personal feelings and thoughts regarding Ultimate. For those who don't know, he was the lead developer on Ultimate and been the lead developer on things such as uh, Titan Extreme, Second Coil, uh, you know, some of the... We have the a name. We have a name. We finally have a name. We have a name. Kenji Sudo. Uh, his name's been popping up a lot more because of his work with Ultimate. I've seen quite a few Reddit threads and forum threads about him and talking about his work on it and his previous work and stuff. So I figured I'd, uh, I wanted to ask the man himself a few questions. So are you ready to talk about the answers to those questions? Yes, I am. So the first question I had is that on any coil is undoubtedly the hardest content in the game. What is the development process? I don't know about you, and I, I said this to him. I literally thought that they just grabbed everyone who had like who knew the fight and said, Okay guys, just mechanics. Just if you could combine any mechanics from these three fights, just what would you do? I don't know. That's how it felt to me when I saw the trios. They were just like, fuck it, just this, this, this. Throw in a blender and I'm sorry, throw in a twister and you'll be uh you'll be good to uh, well, twister. It had to it yeah. had to happen. It uh, seemed like like I said, we seen it seemed a lot more than mechanic vomit. No, like and that's usually... really weird because when you compare it to something like Midas, uh, Eight mm -hmm. Savage, which Layla, who we've had on the show multiple times now, has called mechanic vomit before, um, mm -hmm. he didn't seem to feel that way about Ultimate when we brought him on to talk about that. It seemed that because it was it was structured in such a way that was tight but rewarding to fulfill. I don't know. It just it mm -hmm. didn't, I haven't heard anyone really call it mechanic vomit, despite it clearly being mechanic vomit in a sense, right? I don't know. I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe it's just because it's so good. I don't know. Um, so he said, "There's two ideas: get a structure for the fight, and then focus on the game experience they want to bring to players." So obviously, the game experience is uh, uh, just hardest balls. Just, just this, just over and over again. That's there's nothing else it could possibly be, <laughs> and that's totally how the develop. I, I, I have to imagine that's how the development process was. They all just got in a room, and he's just like, "So, there you go." That's that's how I have to imagine the meeting went. Uh, so in terms of the so first, <laughs> you good, Sly? You good? Yeah, I'm good. You good? <laughs> All yeah. Right. All right. So first, talk about the flow of the battle. He knew exactly okay. that he wanted to start with Tantania. He wanted to end with Bahamut, and he wanted uh -huh, to of course. capture the theme of the calamity, which is why we literally have the ability Seventh Umbral Era. Umbral Era, era, yeah. Yeah, and. So he wanted to create a sense of drama in the encounter itself. And with that, Yoshida actually is the one who made the request to add the Phoenix part of the fight. Hmm. It's like, hmm, you want to add drama. Can you put Phoenix in there and make him resurrect everyone? And we know Yoshida's played World of Warcraft, so he's seen that idea used in that game before. So you know he was like ready for it. He's like, oh, I absolutely want, I absolutely want that. Um, so you guys who enjoy the Phoenix transition there, you have Yoshida to thank for requesting that. Um, in terms of gameplay experience, he talks about the trio attacks. And it seems somewhat similar to the idea where he kind of asked everyone what their favorite mechanic was. He did that, and mm -hmm. then he just kind of pieced them together in the ways that made the most sense. Or him and the team worked together to do that. Not necessarily the most difficult ones, but the most memorable ones. Um, right. And then... 
I like the way he puts this. I remember the work that went into taking the feedback and the information, trying to piece it together like a puzzle in my mind. He got deep on this. He's like... <laughs> he got real deep on this. This is a really long answer, too. He was, like, really... Yeah, it is. Answer. Um, and then he was... Uh, he said that he got... That they had the same level designers for Vina Coil of Bahamut. They joined him on development. And uh, they were really happy what they ended up with for the level of difficulty. Sly, what was the most recent time you got into Ultimate? How's your prog been on that, anyway? Um... We went in on Sunday. Sunday was riddled with, like, you know, people... Monster Hunter? Some of our... No. <laughs> Uh, some of our, some of our, our raid is are still at you know college and doing exams and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, it's like fun. in the middle of raid, in the middle of raid, somebody pulled a fire alarm. So one of our members was like out for about a good hour. <laughs> I had that happen in college once. That sucks. Yeah, so we were down a healer for about a good hour. Or so we just called it. I was like, doing you know, Omnitron defense system in World of Warcraft, I think, and mm -hmm. somebody pulled a fire alarm. We we're doing it on heroic. And that's a really hard fight. And just be not being there in the middle of Omnitron defense system is uh, not good. <laughs> but Thursday, when the VGAs were happening, um, we actually made it to Bahamut. Nice. Yeah. How clean was that? Oh, it, it went... <laughs> not, not, not how did it go after he got there? How did it go getting to him? Oh, it went clean as fuck getting to him. Okay. I know exactly we, how it went after Bahamut showed up. Yeah, pretty much. We we mistimed the LB. <laughs> that I, yeah, I've seen that happen to most. Even knowing that it's coming, it depends on if you have mm -hmm. the two or the three. Like the timing changes because the duration is different depending on mm -hmm. if you have two or three. So yeah, I've seen that happen to people uh, yeah. when you're progressing. So that's uh, not bad. It's not bad at all. Sly, you got you made it to you got past the ads. You've now reached the boss. Yeah, we've reached the. We're starting the fight now. You're starting the actual encounter at this point. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting to Bahamut means you had to get past Nail. And my second question I had to ask. So that Nail RP, RP mechanic, mechanic, though. Mm -hmm. I even explained that that's what it's called in the community. And I asked, why? <laughs> why did you do this? I had forgotten. So, sorry, I played 1.0, but I did not play 1.23 very much, which was mm -hmm. the final patch where Nail Vandarnus was basically the penultimate fight. For the uh, or not penultimate, he was the final encounter. For uh, was, was this nail with like the stairs and everything? Yeah, yeah. nail Van yeah. Darnus, and then he's nailed Deus Darnus in Riven Road hard mode, and yeah, it has the stairs with the meteors falling, and he casts Mega Flare and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. I so I never got to really experience that fight, um, and so I didn't know this. So this was a little bit of a reminder. Um, in the battle, Nail does the same thing back in 1.0. He just gives you speech, pretty much. I'm sorry, she. I'm still so used to calling Nail he, just, you know, it's just a, it's just a habit. Yeah, but she. She, 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 she. Um, you know, I just noticed, I wanted to see if, if his answer had the correct gender, and I don't think he ever refers to Nail with a gender. No, as, <laughs> he just yeah. says Nail every time he's referring to, uh, the, to the... That makes it nail. simple. That keeps it simple. That does yeah. keep it simple. You never have to worry about it, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a mechanic that she had in the Raven battle in 1.23. So he mm -hmm. felt it was like, I, I have to have this in this fight. This is my defining thing for Nail. And if I can't have this, I'll be really upset. Um, so 
I think uh, in the end took a chance and included it because they were like Yoshida was like uh, you really sure you want to go down that route it paid off it paid off people I mean Yoshida's concern was people wouldn't be able to figure it out and we figured it out I don't know about you but it got figured out real quick like really quick oh it's what she's saying so it I don't know, for clarity's sake, it wasn't as, I guess, cryptic as it maybe would have seemed to Yoshida and team? No. Now, just don't put then it again, in normal dungeons, again. or it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, don't put it in normal dungeons. Um, then you're going to have to make... You're gonna make people have to use ACT in normal have the last boss of Rabinaster, who has, like, six different tells for whether he's lying or telling the truth, and people still don't figure it out, so... You're right. It's bad. Oh, you're gonna say something else. It's not like you were gonna say something else other than that. No, I was just saying that we'd have to have people use ACT in normal dungeons and shit. We wouldn't have to have it. It would just definitely be better. <laughs> would definitely be better. Um, moving on to the next thing, I had to ask him. How did you feel when you heard it had been defeated? This is a very emotional answer from Sudasan. Yeah, his his answers are kind of deep with the uh, like with some of these questions and. Yeah, this one might be a little bit deep. He said, I was filled with quite a few thoughts when I heard the news. I was amazed by the group who was able to be the first to clear it, happy that the content I made was successfully bested, and thankful to those for, those for challenging it. We took great care with the unending coil of Bahamut when it came to balance, more than any other content released until now. And I can imagine it was very dramatic for the World First team in, their, in the lead-up to their victory. I honestly had conflicting feelings, though. Of course I was pleased, as I said, but the developer in me couldn't help but think so. It's finally been beaten. This, mm-hmm. wasn't so, this wasn't so much a sense of defeat, but it was more of a sadness that I felt. It was the fact that the world first race was over, and having been involved from the early planning phases all the way through the implementation and balancing, I felt like the job had finally been completed. Then again, maybe I wanted to bask in the tension for just a bit longer really quite difficult to put these feelings into words the way you've read that made it seem like you were a villain <laughs> like you were like a batman villain or something like you were the riddler and i put all this work into this and batman has bested me <laughs> and once again <laughs> meddling kids and their damn dog <laughs> that's the world first group just some meddling kids and their damn dog oh man uh, yeah, I mean, I think the chat says it. That sounds like an ancient proverb, or you said it sounds like... I was going for more of the uh, uh, audio novel kind mm-hmm. of feel for it, where uh, somebody somebody's reading, like... Uh, what's what's the name of the service? It's been so long since I've heard the name. We used to have it on uh, on Game Breaker all the time. The one, the audio books. Um, Audible? Audible, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's like an Audible yeah. reading. There you go. God, I can't believe I forgot that. I used to have to hear that at the beginning of every XIV Reborn. At the beginning and the middle. You'd think it would be ingrained into me. By the way, this show is sponsored by Audible this week? No, it's not. Okay. But anyway. No. One day, maybe. Maybe one day. I'll do it. I could probably arrange it, but I haven't because... I'll be down down for some Audible books. Dude, Audible's gotten pretty popular. I'm just going to say that right now. They're doing pretty well from from a business perspective, I'd have to imagine. Okay. So that's how he feels. 
That's his emotion. Which, considering we had Layla on the show, their emotions were almost mirrored of each other from the one of the groups that was... He was on the cusp of beating it when we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. And hearing Pseudo's thoughts on hearing it that it was cleared. They're almost mirrored in a sense. They're very dramatic emotions. Yeah. For a video game, I'd say, at the very least. Of course, for, for something of this this level caliber yeah yeah, it's yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna be um you're gonna feel emotional once you once you finally beat it i mean not in the realm of the world first race but in general once you actually no i think regardless of whether you're world first or not in this encounter when you when you finish it you're gonna like i feel pretty good being at fourth trio even though i haven't spent much time in there Mm -hmm. my emotions are very spread out but uh i mean it's dude it's a long fight and then and then in comparison to something like uh the next tier of omega we're just gonna be like oh okay good shit it's gonna uh, be really tough for like the normal raid tiers for people who beat ult- even people who have progressed through bahamut to some degree even just getting mm-hmm. through like twin and nail like nothing in omega savage really feels like twin and nail even though no. they like it just doesn't it just won't feel that everything's gonna be like oh one savage <laughs> I'm gonna come, like I was gonna try to make an argument for X Death, but it's not even it's not even comparable. X Death is at least a fantastic looking fight. <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll admit that. But in in terms of the sense of satisfaction after beating it, I mean, again, I pugged it. I was like, okay, finally. Now let me and get you, my fucking that weapons. That pug became I, your static, didn't it? No, no, no. Like, um, I found a static like a day later. Oh, okay, okay. I knew it was like yeah. they were like within 24 hours of each other, so I, I yeah. thought it was one or the other. Yeah. Um, the next thing is I asked him why it had to be Bahamut. Because we heard a story from Yoshida that originally the team wanted it to be Titan, and Sudasan said, no, it has to be Bahamut. <laughs> it mm-hmm. can be nothing else but this. And he said that when he heard the word ultimate, two things he had to make a reality. The fight simply had to be the ultimate level of difficulty, and the Mm -hmm. other thing it needed to have was to project a feeling of an ultimate class boss to those playing the content, building excitement for what weights challengers through the enemies, environments, battle flow music, and overall gameplay experience. That's why you have Tritania on one arena with one type of music, then Nail with another on the other arena, with then you have Mm -hmm. Muhammad on one, and then it evolves into this ultimate encounter at the very end. It It has to have like that kind of feel to it. And he said there's no way he could have anything other than a binding coil of Bahamut related encounter and that's that's what that's what it was he was just not settling for titan well this goes back to our conversation we had about like what would we see next and you know like like he says titan is just it's just titan understandable if you put all the primals all the i guess 2.0 primals in one fight and then had to fight ultima who just pretty much eats them all i guess and that would be kind of a fulfilling fulfilling ultimate fight we again we can have this argument and we can have this argument until the next ultimate fight but it's not even an argument yeah, like, it is more of a discussion because it's yeah it's more of a discussion but um, and that's the thing you brought this up that is the next that is the next question um i asked didn't that set the bar too high for any future uh, ultimate encounter because layla felt the same way like how are they going to make another ultimate encounter after bahamut like what mm-hmm. could you possibly do like obviously we've already discussed all the different ideas but i don't think anything can be on the same scale as bahamut anything else is just not going to be good enough you don't think i don't, you don't think, think so right that's now. why i'm not saying it won't be i'm just saying 
I don't think and or can't imagine. And that's what Layla said as well. So mm-hmm. I asked him, you know, could you ever possibly even do a single primal like Titan? Um, is it possible to produce an ultimate encounter? And he said, not only is it going to be a challenge to follow up on any coil of Bahamut, um, it's just there are also too many elements missing in something like a Titan encounter to fall in line with the concept of the ultimate tier. Like with Titan, he says he feels like Titan Extreme is complete. There's nothing more that you could do with that fight other than just saying like, well, fuck it, now he has this, pretty much. I mean, Rock Morn. Yeah, shout out, shout, shout out to Zeno, Rockmore. There, there you go. go. There you go, Rockmore. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we've all had ideas of what a harder Titan could look like. Um, mm-hmm. I know for I know Yoshida mentioned my idea verbatim, where the arena splits into like more, like four different platforms. And you have to jump between them. Um, mm-hmm. But Sudo says that if they were to use Titan, they'd have to have someone else do it because he feels like Titan's complete and that on his own at the very least if titans to be on his own in an ultimate encounter that just he does he, he just feels like it would be forced he needs to do something else pretty much yeah so i'm gonna take that as a hard confirmation that we're never getting just ultimate titan on his own so i'm gonna start subscribing to the idea of warring triad please tower of the gods yeah tower of the gods legit ta- like i'm just dude every time i think of it i think of sophia's scale and sephiroth doing the slam attack and then that's what mm-hmm. tilts the scale and then as he's slamming it the other ones land like later so it, like tilts back the other like i don't like i, I just imagine that and then zervin soaring while you're <laughs> and then there's nisi <laughs> but anyway um <laughs> How would Nisi get thrown into you that? You just add How? Nisi. If you want to make something more difficult, just throw Nisi in there. All right, that's all you need to do. Just, just, just throw Nisi in there, pretty much. Um, so moving on to the next one. With the success of Ultimate, players are desiring Ultimate style content for like other things. I feel like I should have worded this question differently. I asked mm-hmm. him if he'd ever hoped that he that Yoshida-san would let him unleash one of his original dungeon creations before the balancing team suits it for. I guess, what a dungeon team is supposed to be. But I said before the balancing team does their work. What I should have said is before it's brought down to a level acceptable for what is expected of dungeons. Because he um, he doesn't think he'd ever even want to do like an ultimate dungeon that's to mm-hmm. that level that that the balancing team doesn't doesn't go through. He is, he is too, basically, from what I get from this, he has too much respect for the, the balancing team to like try to like skip their process. And that its target audience for dungeons is four player is four is four people. It's like casual play, so um, it's just it's going to be impossible to clear before the balancing team does stuff. <laughs> He's like, it's always impossible for the balancing team does stuff. <laughs> it's it's just never possible, and us developers like to go crazy before the balancing team gets their hands on it. Um, likes to create wacky situations. So that's not a no to ultimate dungeons. I think my question was not ordered properly for what I, I actually was hoping to hear. Yeah, I still, I still have hope for ultimate or extreme type dungeons. Yoshida said he had interest in something that's like Mythic Plus, and he said he wanted to give us more options for running standard dungeons, like mm-hmm. you know, like the unsynced option that we have now, but he wants like more interesting variables on that. Who knows when and if that will actually happen, but that's not in line with this. That's also not in the same line of what Ultimate is. Ultimate's like the idea of taking a dungeon and not with, like, gimmicky stuff, like, like, like uh, you know, added health and randomly enemies have poison clouds and shit. You're just making the dungeon mm-hmm. harder, pretty much. Um, yeah. And I think that's the idea that Sudo-san is uh, describing not being subscribed to, in a sense. 
Um, also, the next one is I asked him how it felt to be praised. Like, because Yosh Yoshida had a bunch of praise praise stuff. Sudasan has a bunch of praise stuff. He just all he had to say here is it's not just me. There's so many other teams, so please thank them as well. It feels good. He's like, it feels good to be thanked. It's, it's great to see appreciation threads, but make sure that you thank everyone who's working on it. So he's a humble man. He's an honest, humble man. And then uh, he just said thank you for playing the game, pretty much. I said, do you have anything you want to say? He thanked everyone. He's glad to have more people on the team now, and you should see more content that uh, uniquely expresses the individuality of the different members on the team. As a non-developer, I can only speculate what that actually means. And was that? I don't know. Like, I, when I mean speculate, I mean, like, if... I don't know... You, that means you need to know the individuals to know how their personality will come out in the fight they're designing. So you can only take different you personality traits. You kind of have a traits. sense of it. You, can basically, you, you, you basically just have to, like, find personality traits, like, not even belonging to those people. And you just have to be mm -hmm. like, well, that one qualifies. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I was I was great having him do this interview. He had a lot of insightful things to say. Um, he did all. He even answered. I gave I gave them backup questions in case he couldn't or didn't want to answer one of the the questions I initially gave him, and mm -hmm. he answered the backup questions too. So we got a bonus here. Um, I asked him how it feels to see the balance team do their work. Uh, does he ever feel like the content's toned down too much with what they do, and? Uh, he says it's actually the other way around. He feels like he should have seen something be problematic before it got to the balance team, and he should have made the adjustment before they had to. So, That's a fair assessment. He's a very yeah. re he this this man. I have a lot of respect for this man as a developer because there's no bullshit with this guy. He is a hundred percent honest and takes blame and takes criticism and criticizes himself. He's like everything you want in a game developer. So the fact that they have someone like yes. this on the team is is for me it's personally great to see. Um, and again, he said earlier, the balance adjustment team does a ton of work, but sometimes they want to get rid of a mechanic. And if he feels that mechanic is integral to his envisionment for the fight, he's like, no, we're keeping it. We're keeping that mechanic. I'm glad he'll fight for like certain mechanics like that. Like there are some mechanics that if we didn't see, like, again, the RP mechanic, it would be a totally different fight, like in terms of nail. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm glad he's that type of developer who will fight for something he really believes should be in in the ultimate fight or in anything. We have seen him have regrets about certain mechanics, though. I think he specifically said he regretted the Nisi mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm trying to remember Dude. how how that because he had a he had a panel where he was talking about all the like mechanics that were like ones he maybe didn't like or ones that were like too ambiguous or something and i think i remember mm -hmm. him saying turn seven had two of them um i think it was the renauds and i think it was cursed voice i think he i think he said that he kind of regretted those i think the other one he said was nisi i don't remember exactly how the panel went i'd have, I'd have to watch it again really cursed voice though hmm. yeah or you mean cursed shriek no voice <laughs> well yeah <laughs> Sly, if you were like, you didn't start playing till after Final Coil was out, so you didn't do it when it was fresh prog. No, I was there before Final Coil. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I was you still... didn't start raiding seriously until Final Coil. That's, Final that's Coil. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but I at least got through it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Curse Voice was. was There was a lot of hate that came out of that mechanic between people. You always have that one person out of eight who just doesn't 
know they have get it. it. Yeah. Or they're trying to play it too close, and they're like, okay, I've got one second left, and my GCD is in two seconds. Maybe somehow. And then they voice half, and they voice half the party. They yeah. voice half the party. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and there's, oh, there's another one. Yeah, Titan's Weight of the Land was another one he mentioned, because it was, it's, I think to this day, Weight of the Land is the mechanic that is the tightest time to get out of, like, from when mm-hmm. the mechanic appears versus when it actually detonates. It's one of the tightest mechanics that they have in the game, and I, I remember yeah. I remember him mentioning that as well. Thank you for bringing that up, chat. Um, but yeah, he said he will debate with the balance adjustment team in order to protect that element at all costs. You no, know, it was one element. I also remember him talking about in this panel. Turn six, blighted bouquet. <laughs> oh yeah, like before and after the adjustment. Yeah, Yosh- Yoshida. People... Yoshida was like, what? <laughs> wait a minute and then he's like yeah you just have to not do anything when it's going off not move yeah there's exactly. there was nothing weapon there was there was it would just used to say just blighted bouquet and there's nothing else on the field and then he's just like yoshida's like add something please and he's just like all right there's spores on the arena <laughs> which didn't tell anyone anything either he's like but there's spores now all right so you know something's happening at the very right. least that one stumped people for a while um, and then, you know what, we talk about a lot of the really difficult stuff Sudosan has done, and mm-hmm. I kind of just had the assumption he liked making stuff like that. Um, I asked him, what do you like about designing super difficult content, and do you prefer designing it over easier content? And he said, in terms of super difficult content, if at all possible, I don't really want to make them. <laughs> 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 he said... And then he goes through, like, the walk of what his emotions are. He's like, from the planning stages, he has to fray his nerves to be careful. After implementation, have to confirm a ton of things, like, will the mechanic function as intended, or does it match the picture during adjustments? Struggle with the intervals and the number of mechanics. After release, will people solve the mechanics as intended, etc. It's a long period of time where his heart will not be at rest. The struggle is very hard to bear. It's much more fun to create moderate difficulty content that's not too high or not too low, such as normal versions of raids or extreme primals. So the man is not a masochist. The man is not just trying to run you into the ground. But he has a good time. <laughs> he has a good time doing it. Yeah, I like, I like he, should, he should at least get something out of it. And according to chat, it's if he has to suffer, so do we. <laughs> If I have to suffer all this stress, then I will make that stress on you tenfold. He doesn't say that. That's not in the interview. Right. But No, but that's implied. Uh, yeah, it feels like it is, in a sense. We, we get his suffering just on the other end. Yeah. But you know what? It's what we ask for. I want to... We ask for this. I guess, I guess the only other... The one other developer I guess I would maybe want to ask something is, uh, is Nakagawa, who he mentions in, in the question about what he'd like to say to the people uh, who have played Ultimate. And who are oh, Mr. Ozma? Mr. Ozma. That man, I remember not being as gentle as, as Sudasan. <laughs> I uh, maybe we get something in the next ultimate with Makagawa. A lot, you know, a lot, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people think that if I feel like considering he's called Mr. Ozma, if Ozma ever comes to ultimate, that I feel like it's deserved that he would be the one to work on it. Mm-hmm. It kind of wouldn't make sense. Uh, if anyone else did. Like, Sudosan worked on Coil. Like, he worked on a lot of Coil. He didn't work on all of it, but he worked on most of it. Um, so, I feel like it was uh, it was rightful that he got to he got to work on that one. 
there's like a loud break from like a truck outside. It's like yeah, I heard it. Sounds like, like a garbage stop. truck or something. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. Somebody the truck. needs to fix those brakes. I need to fix. Yeah. Well, trucks are generally loud when they break anyway. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, thank you, uh, Sudosan, for I get thank used you. to. I don't. I sound super weeb when I say Sudosan, but I'm used to like in the email exchanges calling him Sudosan. So it's almost like in Persona when they're like, "Hey, what's going on there, senpai?" And it's like that doesn't belong in the English. Like you shouldn't be aff affiliating the English with the Japanese there. Anchan. Anchan. Oh, Anchan. <laughs> It feels a lot like that, which I make fun of a lot in Persona with the English dub. But uh, it's, I'm just I'm used to calling him Sudo-san at this point. Right. It's the same with Yoshida. It's Yoshida-san. Of course. Yeah. It's just I feel like the rest of the sentence should maybe complement the, <laughs> the using the the, uh, the 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 denotations and whatnot. All right. So that's it for the Sudo-san interview. But wait, there's more to talk about. There's more. Yeah. Yeah, patch 4.18 dropped today. And Sly, last week on the show, you asked me a question. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that question was? I don't remember what I had for breakfast today. Not related to the show, though, Sly. So uh, do you remember what you said last week? <laughs> did a lot of things last week. <laughs> All right, never mind. Fuck it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. you asked me, do you think they'll unlock Savage? With 4.18. Ah, yeah, that question. And I said, I would love for them to. I don't think they will. They did. <laughs> so, 4.18 is already out, for anyone who just doesn't know, and you're wondering why you had a random update this week. And it's the equivalent of what they normally do to the previous raid tier. They're just doing it, like, a month and a half before the next raid tier comes out for once. And they unlock normal mode completely now, including the uh, the Crystalloids. Everything else was unlocked before. Now the Crystalloids in 04 Normal are also unlocked, so you can farm as many of the early model Tombstones as you want. You also only need four instead of seven, and they completely unlocked Savage. Two coffers always appear, so there's no problem doing the same fight over and over again to farm loot. Weekly restriction on rewards obtained from the coffers has been removed. You can enter as many times as you want, and you can go to any of them without having to beat them in order. Yay, so people can get to ultimate faster. Yay. In a sense. I mean, if, still, if you can't beat all four. Well, in, in, a sense, in, in a sense of uh, gear. In a sense of gear, gearing up for um, ultimate. Yeah, you know, people can get to it a little bit faster. I'm grateful because I remember when I said that now I had no way of gearing my ninja. <laughs> now you do. Now I do. Although creation tome zones are still capped. So mm -hmm. for Biss... Still, you know, little shit out of luck yeah. on that front. I think I have like fifteen hundred saved up. Anyway. And I'm pretty sure people are, uh, in terms of creation, pe hopefully, people are gearing using their creation. Who can't? So really I haven't, do... I haven't creation capped in like six weeks. You know that, right? Same here. You know, I haven't had a real reason. I've been playing all the it just incredible lineup of games that have come out in the last month and a half. Yep. Games, demos, whatever whatever it is. I mean, I got episode Ignis tomorrow. You think I'm gonna log in and create think I'm gonna log in and farm Savage? No, I'm playing episode Ignis tomorrow, man. BT dubs, have you done the Lost Sphere? I did it in Japanese. Ah. I should really play it again in English so I know what they're saying, but Yeah. It's a good demo. It's a good demo. Oh man. 
Um, and so, yeah, if you want to farm Savage or you want to help a friend get through Savage, you can do that now without having to worry about screwing over your static, pretty much. If your static's even raiding right now, if you're because the group I was in prior to Ultimate is just like, yeah, we're not doing Savage anymore. We're just doing Ultimate. It's, so. ult it's Ultimate. Like, we're not. Yeah, we're not even worried about Omega. Like, if I want to help somebody out with um, Omega, I can. Yep. I do. Every Friday. All the trap parties primal. you could ever want. All the trap yeah. parties. I actually kind of want to take this opportunity, though, maybe in early to mid-January. I want to go in with a job I haven't done or a role. Like, I want to try going in as a healer, for example. I've always said I wanted <laughs> to do this, but I just never have. More power to you. I'm not that afraid of healing one, two, and three. I am. I. I'm not confident in healing four because I think that that takes, you know, care. Yeah. One, I am absolutely not afraid to heal. Two, nobody almost, should be. No, no one should be afraid to heal one and two unless you're just like you have like like group like performance anxiety giggity. Um, and then O three is like fifty fifty because there are some parts that are probably a little annoying if you've never done it before. And O four, mm -hmm. I mean, I'd have to learn it at some point if I was going to heal anyway. But uh, it's nice to have Savage unlocked a month and a half before the next raid tier. And I'm glad they finally decided to start doing this. So good slide Jesus there. Good slide Jesus. You seem so excited mm. to be Jesus. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Come on. Meh. 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 You can also trade Rabinastron coins for Robert now. So you can go get the Crystalloids for the early model Tombstone from 04 Normal. And then go get the 340 mm -hmm. upgrade item from your weekly Rabinastron clear. So go enjoy those 340 weapons, everyone. They're for you! They're all for you. This is them saying, sorry, there's no relic weapon, so here's another way to get a 340 weapon before the next patch. Do you think this decision was tinged uh, towards um, preparation for the next tier or getting people to do ultimate? I, I don't think it has anything to do with getting people to do ultimate. At this point in the game's life cycle, if you haven't beaten 04 Savage, there's a good chance you're not completing ultimate before the next mm -hmm. Savage tier comes out. I think it's mm -hmm. more so that there's a huge uptick in the number of people who raid when it's unlocked. Um, and that's kind of been true in the past, and I imagine it's true here. They know they have, like, about, a minimum a month and a half before the next patch. Maybe even, like, closer to two months, considering we're only at, like, the second Tuesday of the month, right? Mm -hmm. um, so this uptick is probably pretty important. It's probably a decision they made a long time ago in regards to maintaining interest through the holiday season. Uh, it might also be, like, there's also people who might be trying the free login in those four days that might want to check out Savage, so having something a little bit more, I guess, commitment-free when you only have those 96 hours is definitely a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the right thing to do, and I think we'll see in 4.38. I also think it's more important in 4.18 than 4.38, which would be the next potential unlock early, because by 4.38, we should already have Eureka. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we don't fucking have it by then, I swear to God. <laughs> Um, we should have the new Palace of the Dead, most likely. Um, we have the never-before-seen yeah. content that we still don't know anything about. Lords of Vermillion Part 2. Don't... That's... We've seen that before, though, Sly. That's not never-before-seen. We've seen Lords no, of Vermillion. No, 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 no. You know what I mean. Just something... Oh, you mean it's gonna be of... something that's, like, so oddball and, like, nobody likes it? Or, or like, Chad is saying... No! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sly, no! I didn't, want, I didn't want to say it, but they're saying it, you know. Yeah, I'm so, not saying yeah, it. That. Shut that. up. Maybe. Shut up. Shut up right now. 
Okay. For those on, for those on audio only. They can read. No. Baseball. They can go watch the video and read the damn chat. For two seconds. Blitzball. Blitzball. Zarek and Abe's. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I'll Stay get that truck. That. I'll get that squeaky that squeaky brakes on those truck, and I'll fucking stop them all over your face. Stay behind the net to win. Anyway, make sure you pass like twenty times before you do it, though, and score once. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. The little mitts and Abe's. <laughs> I love this. Even though I'm going to hate Blitzball if it comes into this game. Oh, it's I not an if. It'll oh. happen. It shouldn't, but it yeah. will. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Let's move into a PvP mode that is all actually exists, and it's okay that it exists, because Blitzball would be a PvP mode. Let's remind, let's remind ourselves mm. that. Um, is Rival yeah, Wings. So, mm. few... <laughs> What, who are you, Burn? Yeah. <laughs> you, were you going to start smoking I'm, I'm, in the middle of the show? Well, <laughs> no, I don't smoke He pulls out a cigar. <laughs> a vape. Uh, but yeah, like, you know how I feel about Rival Wings. You know how, you know, my stance on this. So go ahead. So they made some adjustments. The right. number of Cerulean tanks that appear has been adjusted. Now, the patch has been live all day. Can someone in the chat let me know exactly what adjusted means? Because I hate it when they say adjusted. It usually means it's not just more or less, but there's other aspects about it that are different. Or more means to get it. Or more means Maybe. to get... Like, it, do it doesn't necessarily mean more. I just wish they'd say there's more of them, or they spawn more here, they spawn less here. There's like... I just don't like the word adjusted. It feels like shorthand for I don't want to actually tell you what the fuck it ha what the fuck happened. Hmm. Alright. So I'm gonna let chat who's maybe done rival wings in the past twelve hours, maybe let me know maybe. what that actually means. Um The other thing is the mammoth movement speed is increased. Those little fuckers that run up the lane. Mm -hmm. They just they're fast as they're like their sonic speed now. They way outrun the players. Speed hacks. Yeah. They basically, you'd kind of think some of your people on all both teams are speed hacking the mammoths. At least it's better than speed hacking the oppressor. Is it? I don't know. Apparently, according to people, these mammoths being this fast is uh, making healing the mammoths quite strong. Healing the mammoths was already kind of a good idea before. If you could spare right. a healer to actually just do that. Um, but uh, now it's even stronger. And uh, I don't know how much stronger, but I know that when those mammoths reach a tower, it it blows up. Um, according to Hammer, there's there was a bug fix regarding Cerulean tanks not being obtainable, and maybe it has something to do with that. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I feel like those two things are separated, but I don't know. Um, so mammoths are faster, but the big one that I'm 50-50 Yeah, we all saw common. I saw the damage part of this one coming. I don't like the range part. Which I'll explain why. I knew the range was coming. Too. I don't like the range being reduced, but so the the cannons have been nerfed. They do, of course, about a third less damage. They do. They literally do a third less damage. They do two thousand less, so they're down from six thousand to four thousand against objects mm -hmm. and mammoths. Who cares? It's four hundred instead of six hundred. But their attack range was brought down from seventy-five yalms to sixty yalms. I don't like that. I was fine with just the n the numbers being reduced. Why don't you like that? 
So, Sly, do you remember when I spoke about the strategy for Rival Wings in regards to the northern side of the map being much easier to approach the core than the southern side of the map? I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I could already kind of just hide in the corner, like mm -hmm. way out of range of the core as an oppressor, and be protected mm -hmm. by other mechs. And it was, you know, it's as soon as you're the team who has that sort of Bastion-style gameplay set up there, you're, you're fine. It's even easier to get in range of the core now. That's the whole point of a cannon, the cannon fire being reduced, so you can get closer to the core. It just makes the north side of the map even stronger than it was before, and I don't know. I I really feel the Rival Wings map is imbalanced, and at the very least, this will make the cores explode more frequently, so it means the games are shorter, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah. But, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh... It's bullshit. <laughs> it basically Still means if you get in range, the cannon can't hit you. Like, as soon as you have an oppressor close enough to the base, the cannon's not going to be able to stop you. Still, the ability to take, to actually disable a cannon through just raw DPS or something. Who cares skinny, anymore? You, know? you can get an oppressor in range and in mm -hmm. range of the core, but out of range of the cannons, like, even easier now. It's still, you, it's still. you have to go through the north side of the map to do that. But it's still, like, the the last bastion of defense for your base now can no longer defend your actual base, pretty much. Hmm. Which, I think, the, I thought the cannons were too strong and stalling out games too long, but I don't like them mm -hmm. being turned into a non-factor if you want to approach from the northern side of the map. Well, being able to disable it would... You can, by killing, turn... you, by killing the person who's actually on the... No, cannon. I'm just saying completely disabling the cannon like do enough dps to it you go it'll it'll be disabled for a short amount like i'm gonna say a short amount of time maybe like i guess one 120 seconds and then it comes back up i mean that would Dude, even if, make if it if those cannons up. are offline for two minutes the game is over <laughs> yeah if you don't if you I mean, it throws in it throws in a uh like more strategy into it yeah but yeah it's uh yeah it just it means ultimately that the uh the core should be popping a lot more a lot more frequently. Um, yeah. The one thing that absolutely saw no adjustment here and was probably the biggest concern is the strength of healers in Rival Wings. Basically, if you're playing the video games now and you're not playing it as a healer, just go play Rival Wings as a healer. You'll uh you'll see your you see your quality of life go up significantly even if you have no fucking idea what you're doing heal the mammoths heal yourself after taking an objective have four people attacking you and not attacking the other nearby and you're just you're good that's it just healers are uh healers if anything with the other with the fact that the damage is down on the cannon so you can heal through them easier and the mammoths are fast the healers are even stronger if anything so just 24 healers just 24 healers here you'll be fine um they fixed a few other things like Flamethrower yeah. ignored elevation, which I think is funny. That you could be at the bottom of a cliff and someone's at the top of a cliff and you're flamethrowering just the wall, but somebody's up above it. And they're just like, ah, what, <laughs> what? It's not, uh, it's not great. Mm. Uh, yeah. They also fixed an issue with cover. <laughs> this is my favorite issue: an issue where in the clock face on the fat chocobo table oh, chronometer was displayed incorrectly, like. Holy shit, I'm so glad that they fixed that. That was bugging me a lot. What is the fat chocobo table chronometer? You googling it? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
an issue in Rival Wings versus Ruling Tanks appeared in locations that cannot be collected, which might be what the adjusted thing had to do with earlier, and there was a... Housing problem. item. The description for Shadowfang was wrong. In Housing PvP. item. PvP, yeah. So, uh, other yeah. various issues have also been addressed, but they don't feel like telling us in the actual patch notes, so, sorry. <laughs> hmm. That's adjusted, and there's other things we're not telling you are the two biggest pet peeves I have about patch notes like that. All right. So uh, that's 4.18. So uh, go do Savage. <laughs> Just go do it. If you haven't done it, go do it. Do it. Honestly, do it. if you haven't tried it yet because you're afraid of people being assholes, people are always going to be assholes. So if that's going to stop you from doing this, then you're going to run into a lot more problems in the future. And two, just at least do a one. It's a fucking joke. Come on. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Just go get your feet wet. All right. Dip your toes in the water. Okay. And then we have the Starlight Celebration. Merkrum. Merkrum. Sly, I know um, you do not care about talking about these on the show. I give a shit about Starlight. I love Starlight. Do you like it. Starlight or do you like this year's Starlight? Both. Both. So I'm gonna pull up the page. Um, I'm gonna pull up a, a thank page you. here. Yeah. Uh, is is it the Instagram? It will be as soon as we actually yeah. introduce what everything is. So you okay. can see. Look at the look at all this crema. Look, she, she's all about the crema. He's all about the crema. They're all about. The, they're all hugging the bear. We all about the crema. All about the crema. All right. Um, starts this Friday at uh, basically midnight, three hours before the live letter. So yeah, if you're trying mm -hmm. to you're trying to do something before the live letter, you could do this. Starts in Old Gratania, whatever, at the amphitheater. This is nothing new. But the rewards include an orchestrion roll for the Starlit Gateway, a bunch of furniture stuff, a log set, a tree, uh, a celebration advertisement, and a mount, the Starlight Bear. The Sky Bear's back! Now, that's He's alive! That's Krima Bear. No, no, no. He came back as... as Krima bear, but he is the sky bear. That's he the, came back with presents. He did come back presents. with presents. He did come back with presents. So, Sly, you've already brought it up. The number one question everyone had about this bear is, could it fly? Because if it's a seasonal event item that can't fly, no one gives a shit. Right. It can fly. <laughs> yeah, this is from This is from the Japanese dev blog. I'm sure the English dev blog is out by now, but this is just what I had open from the tab earlier. Besides, the Japanese English translation, flying is also supported. Cute front leg in flight. He just kind of he just lazily flies through the sky with this one right here. Um, I could probably blow up the images so they're a little bit bigger. There we go. Um, but that's not his only trick. So Sky Bear officially exists, and he's the Krima Sky Bear. It's like a reindeer and bear. Imagine if 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 Santa had bears instead of reindeer. <laughs> this is how I imagine his 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 the bears pulling. That would be a badass Santa, dude. That's what like that would that'd be a metal ass Santa right there. It'd be like, yeah, I got rid of the reindeers. They weren't badass enough for me. I got fucking got bears, bears now. I got me a fucking Merry Christmas bear. This bear is not exactly a threatening-looking bear, but, you know. Uh, yeah, he's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, but that's not the only thing he does. He also throws presents. <laughs> the way, like, okay, the animation, when when I first saw the uh, Instagram uh, the video, second, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> he just gets socked by a fucking present. 
I like the I like the still the specific still that they have on the dev blog right here. It's <laughs> take your fucking present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, here's your fucking present, kid. <laughs> and it's not even a real present. It just turns into fake snowflakes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, you get nothing. The Instagram, they posted on the Instagram itself uh, an actual video clip of him throwing the present. So, uh, this is what it looks like. Of course I can oh, make gosh. it larger. Oh, actually I can. I can, I can do this. Make it a little larger. There you go. Um, here we go. We'll, sh we'll show one more. I like the ice elemental chilling in the back. Here's your fucking present. Here's your fucking present. <laughs> you're gonna take this present and you're gonna like it, goddammit. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. And then he just walks away, too, like he has no actual interest. There's coal in it, bitch. This isn't. We made this bear very angry. This bear, this this bear's just innocently delivering some glittering explosions, and we we're making him into a fucking bad Santa right here. We've watched this now like six times in a row. It's still funny. It's it's it's, it's still in a it's still in a in a in a pretty good spot right here. I like that the ice elemental also just goes off screen at the last second. Like he's like he saw what, he saw what the bear did and he wants nothing to do with that. He's like, oh shit, that bear's that bear's piss. I'm getting out of here. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Right. It's like Robo Santa from Futurama. Like no, no. I just want to watch oh, the, ice, the ice elemental in the back. It's like fuck that. I'm out of here. I'm just I'm out. There you go. Uh yeah, and so that's uh. That's that's the stuff. Normally, I don't I don't care enough to talk because this will probably take like fifteen minutes to do, and it's like whatever. But please, dear God, do this. <laughs> but oh God, for, for the love of God, get that bear. Get I, that I, bear. My favorite Reddit response to seeing this bear was, "Damn it, my subway is off on the 14th, and I don't want to re up it while I'm visiting family." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss this bear. You know what my response is? It'll be on the mock station next year. Yeah. So if you don't like fuck your presents, bitch bear this year, then you can get your fuck your <laughs> presents, bitch bear next year. <laughs> I feel like I really can somebody draw like a really angry version of this bear throwing the present and please tweet it at us. Please, please. I would. I would. Definitely. I will commission somebody to do this. Please <laughs> You'll do this. Commission it. Sly will. Yeah. You heard it. Sly will pay you to make that to make that a reality. Please. We don't. I'm not. It's not even. It's not even just on goodwill anymore. He will pay you to make that a reality. Sly is dead fucking serious about that. I need this. He needs this. Okay. And uh, other than that. Uh, that's that's what we had this week. Not too long of a show, but we had we had a few yeah. things to go over at the very least. We had a show. We had a show, but we'll have a big show next week because this Friday at three a.m. is the live letter from the producer part XL forty. For those who don't know, no, it's not Bear of the Realm or State of the Bear. Neither of the two. Although Sly and I do like to yell obscenities at each other, we just don't throw presents. Here, Sly. Fuck, here's your fucking coffee. <laughs> Hopefully that was an empty fucking Of course it was <laughs> empty, Sly. You think I would throw a full coffee in, in your all There might be equipment? some residual coffee in there. No, might be a little bit of spillage. No, you might want to no, check. No, 
I got uh, these the these things these things fell off the fucking uh, oh the the, ins the insulators or whatever the fuck they're called the the, oh, the holders God. yeah those things there you go now now we're now we're state of the bear we're yeah Chad yeah. says we're closer to state of the beer if anything yeah that seems that yeah. seems more accurate yeah so uh it's a slide with the live letter mm -hmm. um. It's gonna be a miserable morning for. It's gonna be a great morning. It's gonna be a miserable morning for me. Do you know why? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars at eight p.m. the night before. Mm-hmm. So basically, almost a three-hour movie plus with the the trailers and shit. It's basically over a three-hour movie. Now I'm thinking about starting Shin Megami Tensei is Saturday at eight because I'll be up anywhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, See, for you, at least it's 6 a.m. If you went yeah. to a movie the night before at 8 p.m. Eastern and then had to wake up at 6 a.m., you'd have an easier time. You'd have three extra hours on it. Right. Mm. A part of me almost hopes the movie's bad, so I fall asleep. <laughs> but I know that as a Star Wars fan, it won't be bad enough. No matter. It won't be bad. The, there's only one Star Wars movie I've ever fallen asleep in. In the theater. Episode one. Rogue One. Really, you fell asleep in? I fell, I fell asleep in the in the last. I fell asleep for about twenty minutes. I'd say there's about forty minutes left in the movie. I fell asleep for about twenty minutes. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Rogue One all that much, personally. Hmm. wasn't wasn't a big fan, especially the way, the way it ended. But that's that's a topic for, for another show. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. It's actually not a topic for any show that we do, which is one. So. <laughs> It's more like a, a post-show hashtag spoiler conversation that we probably won't have. Right. Slide, do you think we'll hear about Eureka? The live letter this Friday? Not enough about it. We'll hear about it, but not enough information. Which do you we think should we'll get hear, a... Do you think we'll at least hear something we want to hear? Or we're hoping to hear? Yes. And what is that? A date. No. We'll probably get more information. Probably get more information about it in the part two. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think they'll go ahead and give a date for it. I am scared that they're going to tell us Eureka won't make it. I'm gonna. So here's what. Here's the word for word thing I'm expecting to hear, and I and I feel like this will lead to a 4.25 release. Mm -hmm. We're aiming to have it ready by 4.2. I expect to hear those exact, exact words. words. Not, it will be in 4.2. Not, it is currently planned for 4.2. We are aiming for 4.2. I think Eureka needs to happen in 4.2 and not 4.25, personally. As much as they may want to be like, well, we want people to do the raid first. No. Fucking 4.2 or... Or bust. Bust. That's that's how that's that's how I feel about it. And I don't know what to expect. I still I still don't know about you, but I still basically attribute it to being Eureka for the third time. I'm sorry, Diadem done for the third time. Is mm -hmm. what I'm afraid it'll be. I'm scared. I'm scared, Sly. Don't be scared. I'm scared of things I don't know. We're always afraid of the unknown. But I feel like we should know more. At this point, 
And we don't. We don't know jack shit. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there, just like with roaming primals, right? We'll get there one day. <laughs> right, right. According 6 to 6.0 volts. According to Yoshida, they haven't scrapped that idea. They're just waiting for the correct time to implement it. 6.0. I don't uh, believe that for a second. <laughs> so you don't believe 6.0? I mean, no, no I, 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 don't, I don't believe they still plan on actually doing it one day. Unless they're in Eureka. Hmm. Ah! I'm surprised. Ah! 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 There you go. Uh, yeah, I just want to know more about Eureka, please. So, live letter this Friday, 3 a.m. I, I, you know what? I'm going to do something right now live on stream. I am going to message my good old buddy, Rusev, and ask him if I... So, I was planning on doing what I did last time, where I took the, mm -hmm. the Reddit Discord, and I just streamed the translation section. But mm -hmm. I haven't asked for permission to do that for this live letter yet. So I'm going to do that right now, as a matter of fact. That would be a good idea. Yeah, because if I don't do it right now, if I don't put myself in a pressure situation, then I'm going to fuck it up and forget to do it until, like, Thursday. And, uh, yeah, and I'm going to New Jersey this Saturday, so I'm definitely not thinking about it as soon as the show is done until I'm in the <laughs> middle of the stream tomorrow and people ask me, and then I'm playing episode Ignis, so I just, I don't know, that's just it's not on my mind. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna do this right now. Um, please, please live letter. Alright, I'm gonna actually do it in post-show, but I've started writing it out so I don't forget. Alright, because if, I'm, I'm gonna throw off the show if I do it otherwise. So, on that note, slide, I think we're done. I think we're done for the week. Yeah. I think we're done. Yeah. yeah. Pretty short show. Yeah, pretty short show. No, it was a good show. It was just about, just over an hour. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about that time. It doesn't drag on too long, doesn't, you know, whatever. But now, I get to go back to Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Grinding Tiger Tiger. So, Hooray! Hooray! Sly, why don't you tell the ladies and gentlemen at home where they can find you at, good sir? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, aka Gray Fox 07. You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Velvet Room. Saturday's gonna really fuck up. It's just a shit Megami Tensei Saturday. I'm gonna be up. It's normally supposed to start 12 p.m., but I'm going to want to start it early since, you know, live letter and shit. I'll already be up. It's going to be a long one. Is it? We're, we're not. Yeah, it's fourth and fifth Kalpa. We're pretty much at the end of the game, but fourth and fifth Kalpa take up quite a bit of time in terms of leveling and grinding. So it might be a long stream, not necessarily a 24 hour, but maybe. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, you have a like, whole, like, you have a whole extra day. Why does that affect Saturday? Because it's called Shin Megami Tensei Saturday. But what does that have? To, the live letters on Friday, Sly. Wait, Friday as in Friday proper or Saturday? Friday three a.m. As in, I go see Star Wars Thursday night at eight p.m. and then the live letter is Friday. Never mind. At 3 we're good. Fuck. What do you mean Friday stupid. proper? What does Friday at 3 a.m. sound like? That's not Saturday. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, in Japan, Friday, Saturday. Uh, no. Yeah, it's Saturday in Japan for it. It's Saturday at, like, 10 p.m. in Japan for for the live letter. That's not true. Time is, time is stupid. That's, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't argue that sentiment at the very least. Yeah. There you go. And here I am thinking I have to reschedule a whole fucking day. 
Never mind. Never mind. 12 p.m. Shimagami Tensei Saturday. Uh, Mike, uh, where can they find you? I just I turned off my chroma key for this because I was seeing the. I don't have my. Yeah, you're you're you're. Um, I was phasing through existence in a sense, mm-hmm, but only yeah. partially. So it was like a staticky existence. I just turned that off for the rest of the the end of the show. But anyway, you became I, part of your branding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mr. Happy, you can find me that that name anywhere. Just Google it. You know, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Google. Just Google it. Just. Yeah. <laughs> just just Google Mr. Happy is an asshole. You'll find at least ten results. I think. Maybe more. Way to sell yourself, man. Well, I mean, you know, you got you know, you, you search for what you want to find, right? Right. You know, if I search, you know, the earth is flat, I'll find a bunch of people supporting it. <laughs> but not Mars. But not Mars. Mars is we've proven Mars is not flat. At the very least. You know. We've got we've gotten there. Yeah, so just do that. And uh, I'm playing episode Ignis tomorrow. I'm probably trying to work on Xenoblade Chronicles 2 post-game stuff uh, before the end of the week. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. What else? There's there's other stuff. Romancing Saga 2 comes out this Friday on like Steam and PS4 and stuff. And I've never played that before, so I might try it out. Have you played any of the sagas? Nope. Pretty decent. Looks Except good. for Endless Saga. Endless Saga, I, I didn't like. Romantic Saga yeah. 2 looks pretty good. Yeah. Looks, looks I, if I can I. say so myself. Meh. Listen, I'm, Meh. Just, I'm just still dreading the end of January, dude. Nino Kuni 2 got delayed, and I think that's the I think that's good for Nino Kuni 2. Because it's in March, where I don't think anything important is happening yet. 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 That's the important mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So, uh... I think that that's one less game I need to worry about at the end of January. Especially at 4.2, it's a pitting. Man, at 4.2 and Monster Hunter Beta comes out the same day. That's not good. That's not good. Wait. 4.2 on a... Tuesday. Friday? Oh, no, that's right. Monster Hunter's coming out on a Friday. Same week. Yeah, is, is the yeah same week. Same week as... Yeah. I forgot Monster Hunter's doing the whole worldwide release, so they're doing it on the European schedule, so it's launching on a Friday. Um, mm-hmm. that's weird North America everything launches on a Tuesday Europe is Friday and then when a game wants to do worldwide they generally just do Friday honestly I don't ever yeah. understood why Tuesday because Friday has the fucking weekend ahead of us Makes so much yeah sense. exactly you have more time to play in shit. exactly um, but on that note ladies and gentlemen we are going to move on over into the post show so thank you very much for joining us this week we will see you for next week's show after see Sly, I, I swear you're about to remind me. I wanted you to think I forgot. Because after last week, I didn't forget. And you reminded me. And this week, I, I wasn't going to say damn. anything. I was, was going to let you damn. go on your own. I tried to play that one out. I, I have faith. I have faith you have in faith. you now. I don't know. Last week, you 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 betrayed me. Last, mm. last week, I was literally about to say. And then you're just like, hey, whoa, 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 wait, what are you doing? And I was like. I was yeah. literally in the process of saying something. Uh, we got to thank our sponsors for the week. Uh, for those who don't know, sure. we have uh, a Patreon open for hashtag demonetized over on YouTube because I don't want to delay my videos just so it can have a, a green a green dollar sign next to it. And because I say fuck occasionally. You know, that's... Uh, mm, and blood. Yeah, and blood. And storm. And yeah. words, I suppose. I have to be afraid of those damn words, man. 
Uh, Words. So on Patreon, we have uh, the ability for people to sponsor the show. They get a shout out here. Um, I've actually been very behind on getting caught up with some of the stuff over there on Patreon because I was sick and VGAs and it was all going to get done this weekend and none of it got done mm-hmm. this weekend, pretty much. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wee bit behind on everything that's supposed to be happening for December. But anyway, uh, we have our separate sponsor tiers, so let's thank the standard sponsors first. We have Phoenix Stafford Company on Goblin, Siren from Zodiac, Hearst First of Fairy, Jean-Francois, uh, Goetia Valfer of Siren, Curioshi and the Reckless Tea Party Free Company, uh, Elison Lior from Balmung, Vanoa Chikara, Sour Cream and Chives, Marsh Techie, Mantaro and the Revivus Free Company from Zodiac, Lexi Valentine, Eadric Redsteel and Exodus, and Merida McKenzie. And then we have our elite sponsors. We have Tin Colossus, Darklight 2013, Arthur Mill Gaming, Bishop, Kiltastic Jones, Rawl Jr., Killer Hackman, Kuja Cross of Genova, Nadian Kirasame, Aqua Sacrifice, Private Mikey, Obad Delshamsi, Rudy Rudiger, Spike, Janiwa Odin of Tomberry, Naku Niyame of Balmon, Crovus Moonscar, Ira and the Avon Blanc for Company from Zodiac, Ignis Fairgun from Diablos, Noct Cordis from Excalibre, uh, Velestra of Famfrit, and Kat Kazuma. So thank you. Everyone. Thank you so much. And uh, if you are waiting for a message from me, then uh, sorry, I'll be I'll be trying to get to it before I go to New Jersey. But it's a busy week before I go to New Jersey, so I'll uh, do what I can. I'll do it. I'm sorry. And now that I my attempt to make Sly feel guilty for betraying for making me feel betrayed that he doesn't trust me, uh, now we can actually end the show. Yes. Yes. So thank you everyone for joining. We'll see you next week to talk about the live letter, and I'll probably get either. Th- Either the Australian or Mary to join us if they're available. So uh, we'll get one of the two. Yeah. yeah. Or both. Who knows? But thank you. We'll see you next week. And until then, take care. Fuck your presence. Yes. Fuck your presence. Don't, not literally. Unless your presence a watermelon. <laughs>